The heroes of the Avengers are divided as the consequences of their actions catch up to them. They resolve their issues the only way they know how. With laser blasts and punches to the face. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 104. Wow, we're so old. Um, yes, we're, we're old. We've been doing this for over 100 episodes. Thank you for sticking along with us. We are deep into our summer of heroes. Um, yes. Uh, and this week, we are talking about the 2016 live-action Marvel film, Captain America, colon, Civil War. Colon. <laughs> Gotta get that. You know colon. what's funny about that? Is when you say 2016, it doesn't sound that long ago, but then when you think about it, it's like a good college amount of time away. It's true because <laughs> this... High school away. This might be one of the first Marvel movies we saw together. Because mm-hmm. if we started dating in fall of 2015, maybe not, but it could have been. Yeah. That's that's quite possible. Uh, there might have been one or two in there ahead ahead of us. Something we all yes, know. Exactly. Andre, like I definitely saw a Marvel movie before this one when we were. Dating. No, I mean like together. Right, right. Yeah, it's hard. They they all blend together. I, it's hard. That. They, yeah, they blend together. I know for sure what Star Wars movie we saw first together, but I don't know what. I don't know, man. I don't know. So many Marvel movies. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, let's. I remember hop- when this movie came out. Um. I remember like listening to other podcasts and people talking about it and then being like, Oh my God. And me being like, nah, it can't possibly be that crazy. And then I watched it and was like, right. it's literally <laughs> a bunch of babies fighting. That's why <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It's okay. That you say that because this time around watching it, I didn't get that impression as much. Like there was some really cool moments and then there was some like really sad moments, but there wasn't as much of a pissing contest as some of the other movies. Right. It's still but a pissing contest. For some reason, contest, the first time around, I felt very like, hmm, I don't know. I guess it's because we know where it goes from here. You know who you I know? think is the biggest pisser in the pissing contest is Iron Man. And we'll what? get into that. This movie, just every time I see it, I, I just want to punch him in his throat. Um, <laughs> it, it is, is, it is what it is. So I, I guess I'll go with my first impression first. Um... Uh-huh. Yeah, we just- I think last week I was like, yeah, this is one of the best Avengers movies. It's not an Avengers movie. It's a Captain America movie, and I always forget that because they're all in it, right? Like, they're all in it, so it feels like an Avengers movie. Um, it's up there on the list of Marvel movies. Like, it is a good one, and upon this viewing, I was remembering that this one has some of the best fight scenes. Like, hands down to me. Some of the best most fun fight scenes. Um, it still holds up. I still really like it. I'll watch it again in like another year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Emily. Um, first impression this time versus, okay, so I want to say I've only seen it maybe like three times because I remember seeing it in the theaters and being like, 
and then and, and yeah. being like, what just happened? And then seeing it a second time and not loving it. But the whole trilogy, not the trilogy, but the whole like story hadn't wrapped up yet. So I didn't really know how everything was going to play out. This time around, I liked it the most. And I think it's because I have the best understanding of the whole universe now. So all of like the different pieces coming in made the most sense this time. So yeah. it's like, oh yeah, like that's why they did this and this is who they're talking about and this is the backstory and all that kind of stuff because yeah. you really have to know what they're talking about to, to get this movie. I mean, you could like watch it and just like like the fighting and stuff, but there's a lot of context. But you couldn't um, really like, it would almost seem stupid to you. My The best example of this is my mom. She just wanted to hop in and watch Endgame when we went to the theater with my father and I we basically disinvited her. We were like- <laughs> No, like you, no, like you're not going. I'm not trying to explain everything to you the whole time. You're not going to understand it. It sounds like uh, three hours of questions. Yeah, and I agree. Like Civil War is totally like that. Like, why is who mad at who? Wait, he killed whose father? Like if you just came into this movie, like if you're, if you like had a boyfriend and he was like, let's go see Civil War, like you'd, you'd be screwed. Like it wouldn't work. Yeah. I mean, we'd all be screwed if we had boyfriends that wanted to go see Civil War. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Sounds kind of good to me. But. We have husbands that like Civil War. It is a difference. <laughs> Louise said today, we're going to be talking about the Civil War. So, okay. I know. <laughs> Fantastic. It was 1864. No, okay. and <laughs> Sounds like something Louise would do. Okay, Andre, first impression. Um, oh, oh yes. yeah. My first impression was it was good. That was the. This That's, time right. That's what I, I took from that. I, I, it sounded like you enjoyed it this time. <laughs> and you yeah. had even texted us like, guys, like in all caps. And I was like, oh, I think she liked it this time. So I was like, pretty happy. I mean, yeah. This one, this one is really hard to to dislike. Honestly, it's it's fantastic. It, it's it's kind of a, a a masterfully done movie especially for for what it is. This one was directed by uh yeah. the Anthony or Anthony and Joe Russo, the Russo brothers, um who previously did Captain America the Winter Soldier along with Marcus and McFeely who are the the writers. So they're they're the Infinity War guys, they're the Endgame guys, and this is kind of like their major stepping point in between a Captain America movie and an Avengers movie and where That's why it's so confusing. where they're able to bring in not only all of the other Avengers but like all of this drama and intrigue and and uh, real world consequences for the actions yeah. of these fictional heroes, and it's awesome. They do a really good job of conveying all this complicated and stuff to, of introducing to a, a general audience. Characters that you don't even know yet. That's true. I think that's they my set up a, part of this whole movie. A couple yeah, of yeah, they they <laughs> set it up that you like are very interested yeah. in them, and so that's where I can attest for this movie too because. Going into, like, uh, what's that DC one we saw? And I was, like, so disconnected to every character. Uh, are you talking about Justice League or Batman v Superman? I think it was Justice League where I was, like, they're introducing all these characters, but I don't care. Like, this one introduced characters and I cared. You know what I mean? Like, Black Panther, Spider-Man, so. Yeah, there's some good introductions. Actually, all of the introductions are pretty fabulous in yeah. different ways. For different yeah. reasons. Right. I like it. Yeah. So you liked it? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, 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 th- th- three or four thumb- thumbs up. I don't know how many three thumbs I got. Three or four thumbs up. But uh, I got a bunch of them. Four th- if you have four know. thumbs, we have a problem here. How about two thumbs and two big toes? <laughs> two big toes up. Yes, four thumbs. He's taking, 
Uh, Louise, first I don't think impression. I've never seen your toes, but Michelle's called them all alligators before, so I don't want to see them. They're alligators. You don't. Oh no. Uh, nobody likes toes. Louise, please. what's your first impression? You better keep your toes out of the screen. Yeah, yeah nasty. Uh, I liked it a lot. It was fun. Fun. It was fun. fun. It is kind of fun, even though it's like a serious concept of a movie, right? They still kind of make it fun. Yeah, they have fun stuff. It was it was good to have a movie like that because, like, not, not that it was all fun and games and all, you know, happy-go-lucky, but it was all pretty much happy-go-lucky up until that point. And right. This movie comes around and completely makes Marvel into kind of a little bit of a dark... You saw Marvel Studios' dark side with this movie, you know? Yeah. Just yeah, I, I agree with that. You're right. And at first I was like, Civil War? Why is this called Civil War? Like, are we going back in time to the Civil War with Captain America? Because it's Captain America movie, Thank right? God, we're not. Uh, that is not what happened. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> but that's like kind of what I thought at first. You can't have any slaves, and he throws the shield. Uh, <laughs> I'm down for it. Why not? Why not? Anyways, He's that's, that's not what it was stuff. about. At the core of this movie, there's one culprit who's tearing everybody apart, and it's Bucky. No. Yes. It's Baron Zemo. It's Bucky. Helmut Zemo. It's Bucky. How dare you? What is wrong with you? Because Bucky, every time I need comes, to just clear the air right oh. now. Here we go. Uh-oh. Does she like what Bucky? Have I, what have I said in the past? You don't like Bucky. He sucks. Yes. He, he's the worst. Um, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> Everything negative. But you like Winter Soldier, but you don't like Bucky. I'm going to throw it out there. I don't like, I don't dislike Bucky. You don't dislike Bucky. I'm not Bucky. saying I like him, but I don't dislike him. Okay. You know who I dislike? Who? Who? Captain Stupid America. What up? He's the problem. What's wrong with you? Upon the viewing of this movie, I was reminded about why I love Captain America so much. He's the problem. Uh, I 110% disagree. Civil War. He, you can, he's you can, if you want to go back to hating Bucky, just go back and hate Bucky. Don't hate on Captain. I literally at the end of this movie least- was like, Babe, I flip-flop between who my favorite superhero is all the time, and I always go back to Captain America, and after watching this movie, I was like, it's Captain America again. I just love this movie. No. At least in this movie, I feel so betrayed by him. Interesting. I I feel so betrayed by him. I feel like he... feel like Iron Man. I don't think... Well, it might be because I like Iron Man, but I think it's because he would every single time take Bucky over the rest of the Avengers. Yeah. He's a loyalist. Yeah, he's a, right. loyal, he's a loyal dude. But just to Bucky? What about everybody else? Yeah, he's only loyal to Bucky. Like, what? What? That's not true. The rest he of the Avengers didn't, didn't save America him from getting beaten up by bullies. America. You know? What? Bu- Bucky what? saved him from getting beat up by bullies when he was when he was a, a little kid, so he, he owes him. You know? Yeah, What's Tony done? But Bucky didn't do <laughs> Bucky didn't do anything wrong. That's why Captain wanted to save him. Well, he's technically done some wrong things. It wasn't his fault. There we go. That's the that's the the, the conflict. He's a 
super assassin. I think he can take care of his damn self. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, that's, that you is true. that if you want. But mm. Bucky don't need no cap. Every time Cap needs Bucky, and okay. it's just showing it time and time okay. again, the Cap has Think a about cap. it this way. Think about it this way, Emily. <laughs> the love of his life just died. No, no. The love of his life is Bucky. Well, that's not true. Yeah, the much. love of his life just I mean, died, I mean, he and all he has left gone. is Bucky. That's all he has left of his past. Uh, so that's why he's it? so is invested it, in it. Peggy? Or Bucky. If Peggy were there, he would drop the ball for uh, for Bucky in a split second. He don't care about nobody but him. I don't believe that. I think that Captain America, Steve Rogers, he 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 really has these deep emotional ties back to the 1945 world that he left behind in the ice or whatever. Which wasn't that long ago in his mind. Right, but everything around everything else around him has changed. And so yeah. Peggy, you're right, has died in this movie, and now all he has left is from, Bucky. from that time is Bucky, a person who was loyal to him and helped him out, and uh, he needed him. And who at this point he thought head. was kind of dead, maybe dead, you know? So He thought he was lost to him. Yeah. But Which now, I get now there's that. a time for redemption. And I'm down with redemption, but when you have... When you have a support network who literally is helping you save the universe, yeah, you're just going to let them be like, oh, no, you guys got this. Bye. Oh, yeah. And he killed your mama. Oh, yeah. He killed your daddy. It's cool. It's cool. No big deal. You're like, good. Brainwashing, it's dog. Just, it's just a lot. It's just a lot going on in this movie. Okay. And something fun before it's we real. get... Some, something fun before we get into the plot is I <laughs> want us on the count of three to either say yes or no would you have signed the sokovia accords if you were a superhero oh Oh. well i said on the count of three (laughs) i said on the count of three okay ready okay go ahead one two three no No. yes (laughs) you both would have signed oh this is cool we both said no (laughs) oh we're gonna this is fun should we do a battle you're (laughs) asking if he's gonna follow the rules that's true. That's what you literally just asked, Louise. Yeah. Louise, that's, are you going to follow the rules? That's fair. That is okay, fair. Okay, let's do a battle about it. Go. Okay. Sokovia political battle. Beautiful. Okay, so the way I would say, the reason I'm saying no, I wouldn't have signed it, and it, this is just because it's a classic comic book setup. Anytime somebody tries to control a person of power because they're afraid of them, it goes bad. And they were trying to throw New York on them. Look what you did in New York. Really? You were real happy when we did that in New York, and now you're trying to throw it in our faces? And have they done a lot of bad stuff? Yes. And do they kind of need to be put in check? Yes. But the whole world would have died if they didn't do the Sokovia thing. So, you know... Pick and choose your battles. If you don't want them to do anything at all, you'd all be dead. So no, I don't want. I don't. I don't think I would sign it. Um, the 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 Sokovia Accords are, are are very complicated, and and they're they're definitely drafted in a in an attempt to stop all the destruction that that the Avengers and the surrounding villains that they stop, but also stop the good cause, right? But but I mean the. The problem is that the, from the public's view, it's 
this is how it happened. Uh, the aliens invaded and the Avengers stopped it and this many people died and this much destruction was caused rather than um, aliens were going to invade and if the Avengers weren't here, we all would have been dead. Like th- th- those are the two different kind of mindsets. Sure. But the, the public and the UN is definitely on the side of this is what has been done and this is what needs to be rectified. So right. from that point of view, I, I mean, they, 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 they should be put in check. But they should be put in check, but I don't think through the Sokovia Accords. Like, well, I how think, are you going to put a whole bunch of power people in check? Right. Everyone of power needs to be put in check. There's got to be some kind of checks and balances. But basically, them signing that was like, you can't do anything unless we say so. Which I was like, no, 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 no. Yes. So, so my, my thing about signing the Sokovia Accords or not is had they all signed the Sokovia Accords at the 25-minute mark into this movie or whatever, they all sign, um, everything within this movie happens, and maybe, maybe Zemo's plan doesn't, doesn't go as planned, and he doesn't actually split up the Avengers or whatever. But uh, Thanos shows up in like a year and a half. <laughs> and and if, if the UN is like, what? We have to, we have to uh, sign up a whole bunch of paperwork before you guys can go fight Thanos. And then he snaps his fingers, and then half of everybody's dead, and then they can't enact their plan to go get everybody back. I mean, from, from a forward-looking setting, uh, if they abide by the Sokovia Accords, the universe is dead. So, no, I yeah. ain't that stuff. I agree. Okay, now <laughs> your guys decide. Yeah, but, but you're looking at it from a point of, you, you asked would I sign it. You didn't ask me if Emily Superwoman would sign it. You oh, no, I said, I, I said if you were a superhero, would you sign it? Yeah, I, I still think I would because I feel like the number one thing that people get mad about in general is not being held accountable. Right. And when you're in a job or when you are, I don't know, having police brutality. I mean, it, it, it happens everywhere. If there's something going wrong and people, normal people don't think that things are happening fast enough, that's when they get angry. And that's when things start really going sideways because they feel like they're not seeing what they think should be done. But if you're thinking about people who are dealing with aliens, they're not going to get stuff done. And like normal people don't see what they're doing in space. Right. Yeah. But I would want to know that I'm being protected from all of the destruction they're doing because they're just throwing each other around and just willy nilly killing people. Hulk, you know, yeah. Yeah. doesn't even live here and he's just coming up in here and accidentally killing people all the time. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's true. You're not wrong. They do that. So, I mean, if it were me, I would say, yes, I would be very afraid that something I could do would slip up and kill somebody. So maybe we should have some more like, um, red tape i guess more, I more, more safeguards not, yeah more safeguards that's better because yeah, I, know which I, I agree with sucks, but 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 here's the honest opinion i feel like they didn't they could have had a more constructive conversation if it comes to aliens you don't have, we, we do what we want right yeah it, well and that's why it was like domestic there like, was like there was like can, no let us know there was, like, no discussion about it in this movie. Like, the Secretary of State showed up, and he was like, here's these accords. We're ratifying them in three days. Like, there was no discussion. They had no say in it. Like, anything like that. And that's what made me be like, no. I would not <laughs> sign those. I had no say in this. 
well, like I haven't had time to well, read that's through why you this. Go and like, you talk at the UN and, and help ratify them. I mean, that's the say. I mean, yeah. I realize it's not like a fantastic like amount of time to do it, but yeah, I, I kind of felt felt like Black Panther a little bit. Kind of felt like Black Panther a little bit, where he was like, "Yeah, we should sign him." I don't really like the politics of it, but then once his dad dies, he was like, yeah, no controlling me. Like, that that would kind of be me, right? Like, in the middle, he's like, we can control you guys, but Black Panther, no, nah, no, nah, I'm from Wakanda. <laughs> like, I'm going to do my own thing, you know what right. I mean? So, yeah. I kind of I right, re- relate to him a little bit. Yeah, Luis, what's your reasoning? You like the cat suit. Um, I like the safeguard uh, argument, definitely. Um, as far as like the argument of you know aliens invade or what now we gotta wait for paperwork i'm gonna be the fastest man on earth i'm gonna get everybody to sign problem solve bureaucracy in a nutshell so, <laughs> well, we could be a speedster yeah, you know because so, he has a choice he's like that's why thank I, you thank that's why you. i'd be okay with it plus try to catch me <laughs> try to i feel like that's me. the thing is that there comes a point where like if something is a big enough threat you're gonna go and do it anyways right like I know this, you know, like, for example, you have a good cop and he sees something happening over there and he doesn't have jurisdiction over there. He's still going to go and fix it, hopefully, right? Because something's going wrong, even though it's not his area. And he might have to deal with it later, but like, it's better to have fixed it and ask, what is it? And he's going to be considered a vigilante. Yeah, I mean. At that point. Yeah, I think I think that's that's kind of what Captain America's point is is that um you know by by signing the thing he becomes an employee rather than uh, Captain America, you know. And, yeah, I don't really think he wants to go back to doing other people's biddings again. Right, because because oftentimes as he says these people have agendas and agendas change and if he is being controlled by an outside source then he can't make the decision that he needs to make uh, to be able to do or do not do the right thing or whatever. Um, which I... Toyota. Yeah. Mm, do or do not. There mm. is no try. Do the right thing. Well, that was, that was a good battle, y'all. Accords. 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 Yeah, so that that's that's the, the the main conflict in this movie that really sets up the Avengers against one another. And 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 Wanda kind of set it off where she was trying to save Cap, right? And she didn't do it on purpose, but she right. ended up killing some people. It wasn't on purpose, but I mean that it, was kind of the last spark. That was kind of the last straw. Right. You know what I mean? That that's another that's another thing that I, I felt think, so bad for her. That I think falls into like a, a hindsight view. Because the, the the way that that all went down is there's a suicide bomber, he's on the ground, he's about to blow up, kill Captain America and everybody else on this block. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch is there, she uh uses her to powers save to save Captain America and everybody on the ground by throwing him up in the air, but that blows up part of a building and kills a bunch of people in inside the building. The bomb was going to go off either way, right? That that suicide yeah. bomber was going to hit that button and people were going to die. And Wanda made an action that caused different people to die than the people that the suicide bomber was going to attempt to kill. So, I mean, her intervention... There's a lot of moral ambiguity in it. Right. The, the intervention of the Avengers in that, in that situation is kind of like... Uh, 
not necessarily a moot point, but you know, they were they were trying their best, and their best just happened to. I shift. think she slipped up a little well, bit. The worst part too, playing the devil's advocate to that is that, mm-hmm. or to my own point, I guess, is if she and he hadn't done anything, then they would have said, "Why didn't you do anything?" Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean. And either way, so I get it. Yeah. And there's always consequences for your actions, but there's also consequences to no actions. Like you said, like they they would have been like, wow, we should have done something from this, whatever skull guy. I don't even know what he was. Um, Crossbones. Crossbones. Thank you. Um, Irrelevant. I don't really care about him. Um, He used to be very good looking. So I'm really sad about how his face ended up. Crossbones? Yeah. Yeah, Rumlo. You don't remember him? He was, he was the sh- shield. He was a shield agent that actually turned out to be a hydra agent. Yeah. He, he fought Cap in the elevator. I remember him completely, guys. I yeah, his face got messed up, but you know who he is, right? Yeah, I know. I'm saying I'm sad that he's like, that his face got messed up. I don't know that they necessarily <laughs> say that his name is Crossbones in the movie, but his character <laughs> from the comics is named Crossbones. Is named Crossbones. Yes. But let's get into the real villain of the story, Mister Zemo. Helmut Zemo. Uh, so got to have a, the German villain trying to be a Russian dude. He's as, actually uh, from Sokovia. Maybe yes. Sokovian. Yes, <laughs> he's he's from Sokovia. Dougie. And um, sorry guys, you hear our dog? I do. He's getting it over there. Yeah, let me try to subdue him. Just, Y'all continue. Just, just grab him. Um, he's from Sokovia. He uh, he does, and he doesn't reveal this backstory until basically the very end. But um. His entire family was killed in, in what happened in Sokovia from Age of Ultron, even though he made attempts to move his entire family to the outskirts of the city and whatnot. So he enacts this entire plan to get revenge on the Avengers by having them fight each other rather than him going and, and trying to kill them Which himself. Which is pretty smart. Um, it's yes. very smart, but it's also ridiculously elaborate and could have gone a million different ways. So I'm kind of like... You know, sometimes people really who want to get really convoluted. <laughs> yeah, sometimes people who want to get vengeance are like, I have to do it in this way because it's crazier. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's very intricate the way that he uh, sets all this up. So his plan is to use the Winter Soldier um, and <gasps> frame him for a bombing that happens at the UN uh, where some of the Avengers are. Uh, or T'Chaka. This is going to set off uh, the Avengers against themselves because uh, not all of them agree with how things are being handled. Especially and nobody Captain- agrees about Bucky. Especially, they never do. Especially Captain America, who has an allegiance to Bucky. Yeah. So he's going to have him go defend And Sam, Bucky. who has an allegiance to Cap. You know, so people who shoot at you like to shoot at me. So uh, <laughs> that's happening. Keep talking, there. Okay, uh, we're, we're going to take a little bit of an intermission. And, uh, no, Audrey... we'll talk about Zemo. So Zemo, pretty much what he does is he sets up Bucky or the Winter Soldier to look like he bombed the UN, when really what he had done was he had, he had put on like a prosthetic. And he bombed... had put that prosthetic on a doctor. The doctor was the one that was in the prosthetic doing the bombing. It was crazy. Right? Well, correct. Doctor? The doctor, the doctor from the one that was supposed to do the psychological evaluation, he he took him. Right. Yes. Yeah, but but I think it was Zemo. Well, I don't know who did the bombing. Then was it? I Zemo thought it was, was the, doctor. It the doctor. So okay. No. So it's. I thought it was Zemo. It's Zemo. 
Oh. Zemo, he, yeah. he's wearing a prosthetic and he has kidnapped a CIA uh, investigator who is going to be the one who is supposed to uh, interrogate. Like recognize him. Right, interrogate oh, 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 Bucky. Right, right, right. Sorry. Um, so he goes, he puts on this prosthetic that makes him look like Bucky. He, yes, he, plants, he bombs. He plants a bomb, yeah. blows up everything, kills T'Chaka, the king of Wakanda, oh. and, um, and then sets in motion... Uh, Bucky being framed for for this bombing um, by blasting that photo of of and him I, yes, out and everywhere. I, and at this point in time, Bucky's basically just in hiding. Um, he's been brainwashed for so long that he's still trying to figure out who he is. He goes to that museum and looks up Captain America. Right? He kind of remembers who he is. Kind of remembers who um, he used to be before he became the Winter Soldier. But he's just basically in hiding. Until he kind of gets a weird look from somebody at the newsstand and, you know, his soldier senses come on and he knows he's being ding, 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 pursued. Ding, ding, ding. Soldier senses. Soldier senses, yeah. <laughs> yes. Instead of spike senses. senses. <laughs> and he realizes he's being, like, made. So he goes over, runs over, and sees that the guy who was looking at him weird was reading a newspaper that had his face all over it. Um, and pretty much um, he then realizes that he's going to get apprehended. Yeah. Um, I think the sucky part of all this is that I kind of liked Zemo at first. Like I thought that I was going to like him, but you realize that he has like a major agenda because he has all of the stuff going in, in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, all of this is happening. We find out that, well, this was a little bit earlier, but like we talked about Peggy Carter had died, which was capsuled flame mm-hmm. because she's in real time, an older lady, nearly a hundred. Yeah. She lived a yeah. long life. And uh, so Cap goes to his her funeral to um, in London. By the way, in London, this is where my problem comes in. We talked, Luis and I talked about this. He goes to London. He ends up in Vienna. Well, does he go to? No, he doesn't go to Vienna. But the accords are being um, signed in Vienna, Vatified. and then they all end up in Bucharest, like yes. in a two second. Well, this, it's some fast travel happening they, in this they movie. Definitely definitely fast you can travel within two basically. minutes. And even so, T'Challa um, was like, I'm going to go there too. I, he's basically, Captain America is tracking Bucky and Captain America is being tracked by T'Challa. Like, there's like this tracking going on because they both want Bucky, but in different ways, right? Like, T'Challa wants to kill him as vengeance for his father. And Captain and America Cap is trying to, to save him. him. So it's just, it's so much fun. Yeah. So fun. <laughs> this whole fight scene's really fun too. It's very cool. So Cap shows up at Bucky's apartment. Uh, he's like, they're coming for you, dog. And Bucky's like, I don't remember who you are. He's like, stop lying. Yeah, you do. And then the cops come in, <laughs> and they both just proceed to beat the living crap out of every police officer. Every that shows up. single mm. one. And I am so Pause. used to seeing Captain America kick some booty, but every time it's Bucky, like, I forget he has super soldier serum in him, but it always freaks me out. Like, it's so much more violent Pause. when it's Bucky. Yes. Go ahead. Luis and I, from the beginning of the movie, because we didn't really talk about it that early on, but from the beginning scene of the movie, when they started fighting, Luis and I were like, let's count how many times Cap would have killed somebody because... He probably killed at least 10 guys leading up to that incident. Because yes. he punched like, them so hard. How many times did he kill someone when he doesn't kill anybody? Right. Because, like, kill that, um, there's no way that the person would have made chest. it. Oh, you know I mean? always. Like, Andre and I are always and like... like Okay, like, no, you're not. No, yeah. you're not. You're dead. He's not okay. They are so strong. He could punch you in the face and your skull would, like, crack open. I mean, if you really wanted it to. 
this scene too, when they're in like they're in Bucky's apartment and they're fighting, mm-hmm. Luis and I were like, "He's dead. He's dead. No, <laughs> no, you're not still living." Totally. Yeah, I agree. It's even funnier. It's even funnier because Captain America is like lecturing Bucky the entire time, like, "Hey, no, no murders," <laughs> or whatever, as he's slamming his adamantium shield into dude's faces. And, I know uh, he says that, and then he throws his shield, and this dude goes into the wall. I'm like, "You would have sliced bang, bang, bang. his neck off!" Like this is. <laughs> crazy but i still love watching it he's like i'm not gonna kill anybody but everybody in this building is paralyzed that's what i'm here to do he's like they're not dead it's fine (laughs) y'all don't need a spine to live all right um uh, (laughs) but did you die die? yeah i like that oh my gosh we should get one that has like captain america's face this is but did you die die? (laughs) um so captain bucky fight their way out of the apartment when he's doing that video they they take out 75 uh, dudes and then jump across the street to uh, a parallel rooftop. Um, and we get the entrance of the Black Panther for the first hey, time in the pause. movie. pause. Every time they jump off a building from that high and land, my stomach churns. Because all I can envision is your legs snapping off of your body. Like, they are so powerful, it's insane. And, like, I forget that because... Yes, they all have these weapons, and, like, Thor is super powerful, but Captain America is freaking powerful, and I think people forget that sometimes. I mean, yeah, he's strong. But, yes, then you're right. The Black Panther comes in. And how did you feel? Like, we knew Black Panther was going to be in Civil War, but were you like, oh, snap. I was absolutely losing my mind over this entire movie. And Spider-Man in one movie? Come on. This this whole thing is straight up nuts from the comic book's perspective. There is a, a comic book story called Civil War where the superheroes are having some infighting because of an event where some like low-level superheroes accidentally blow up like a school and kill a fair amount of children. Ooh. And so um, the politics of the world decide that superheroes should register under the Superhero Registration Act. Oh, kind of like X-Men. Which will make all of their uh, secret identities public and everything like that, and they can be held accountable for their actions. Okay. Um, And so Captain America takes the same side that he's on now and is like, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be safe for all of us and all the mutants that are, you know, need to be in hiding and protected and stuff like that. And and they go toe-to-toe at it. And Spider-Man shows up in it, and he crosses sides. It's all very cool. And so for them to adapt that entire story, which lasted like a year and a half in the comic books or whatever, and put it all in this Captain America movie with all of these moving pieces was dope. But then on top of that, they added in Black Panther. They were going to introduce him and spin off into his own movie. And then on top of that, they were able to reboot Spider-Man for the third time uh, and put him in the MCU with a movie going forward for him as well. So yeah, I, my, my mind up, was man. melting uh, when, I, when I first watched this movie, especially in this scene. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You know, it's, I, I was not, okay, don't take this the wrong way. Mm. I was not hugely impressed with Black Panther until later in the scene. I, I thought that like his entrance was, <laughs> at first I was kind of like, Oh, it's another guy. Like he just was not. <laughs> Who this? I'm. I'm not saying it had. He had to have sparkles shooting out his butt or anything. But right. like, it just did not seem that he just kind of just jumped and was like, "Hey, what's happening?" Huh? <laughs> but it's, I'm gonna kill you, y'all. It's cool. Um, they, they reveal his powers uh, one by one over the over the course yes, of the scene. For sure. 
But so with that being said, I feel like his entrance was a little like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. but throughout the scene, as they're chasing, you know, they run from the rooftop, they get onto a car, they get, they like fall through into like a freeway tunnel and they're like running and jumping on cars and very cool. I think the fact that they're in a, in a tunnel where people are going at least 50, 60 miles an hour and they're running faster than the cars and they're dodging. That's very These cool. These really dudes are that. running so fast and it's so awesome. Fast. They're running way faster than Quicksilver was in the age of Ultron. They're going like three times the speed of that. <gasps> dude, day. they are. They are booking it. And it's all Poor three Pietro. of them. <clears throat> it's so cool. Like, so we, we know Captain America, he, he's got the super soldier serum. He's, he's booking it down the street or whatever. Um, and then we know Bucky has an offshoot. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bucky has an offshoot of that same super soldier serum. So he's also uh, kicking it at, with, with his leg. Kicking it. <laughs> but then we see Black Panther and we haven't had his powers explained to us yet, but he basically is running off of this heart-shaped herb, which I, I think basically gives him almost the same equal strength and speed and agility. Yeah, they're like all three matched. They're all three perfectly. almost evenly matched with their each of their separate accoutrement. He's and, got the shield and yes. the arm and the and the suit. And the claws. And the claws. Every time yeah. Black Panther like kind of falls and then he like goes mm, like on all fours. It's so thick. It's, I love it. It's dope. And to well, watch them run through. His, his, uh, his co- I don't want to call it a costume but his suit mm-hmm. is so like sleek that when yeah. he does that it's like martial artsy. It's, it's so like, cool. But it's also like <laughs> panthery. It's like yeah. So sick. Well, because Panthers are like velvety, aren't they? Yeah. Like, they have like black like a... velvety fur. Ooh. They're gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. He takes it's... off that helmet. You're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all got to tell me twice. I was like real excited for the Black Panther movie after this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um... <laughs> Andre was excited, too. He was also excited. Yes. Daddy T'Challa. <laughs> um, I ain't mad about it. So they, they run they run through this tunnel. Uh, they have this whole fight scene. Falcon shows up and is and is assisting. Because he then, goes where oh, the yeah. path goes. Yeah. And then uh, and then War Machine shows up and and stops everything. Uh, he's like, oh, "Hey, yeah, right. you dummies, <laughs> you're all under arrest now. I hope you're happy. Hope you're happy, they, Cap. You're a criminal. Because they you're basically they basically do all the stuff that the Accords are supposed to stop in this one five minute sequence. You know, you know what's interesting sure. to me. <laughs> Captain America, army, very loyal, very true to whatever he wants, but so is War Machine, and they're on opposite sides. Isn't that so interesting? Like, War Machine's like, I'm signing these because it's the right thing to do, just like I go to every mission, and Captain America's like, I'm not signing these because it's the right thing to do, and blah, blah, blah. They almost have, like, very similar ideologies, but they went different ways in this. Yeah. Well, I think that's what makes this movie so intriguing, is that there's nobody, well, <laughs> except for the dum-dums they bring in, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love them. They're, they're, they're kind of like, I'm here, so I'm happy. But like yeah. everybody else who's a part of the fight believes that what they're doing is right. And that's mm-hmm. what makes it intriguing. If they were just doing it because they were like, whatever, then it yeah. wouldn't be so cool. But like even Black Widow, why would Black Widow be on the side of signing, right? In yeah. your mind. You would be like, no, she's totally going to be on. <clears throat> she's on always on both sides. It's just kind of how she is. You know what I mean? But I love it, her. But it's smart. But it's it's intriguing, though, too, to think that, like, she is honestly being what I would probably do. She's playing both sides. Right. Right? Yeah, that'd she's be me probably, best, too. She's getting the best out of both sides because she sees that, like, 
playing with someone longer is probably going to get you farther and then you can cut back if you need to. Well, and even Wanda, like she understands why she's being kept there with vision. She gets it. She doesn't like it. She really doesn't want to hurt anybody else. So she's kind of like dealing with it. But then when there's an opportunity for her to go with Clint, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to go, you know, because she's not a bad person. She just is very powerful and doesn't know how to use it yet. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Emily, in that the 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 coolest thing about this movie is that even if Zemo wasn't in it at all and he wasn't behind everything pulling the strings and stuff like that, it would be just as compelling of a movie to have these two heroes yeah. say that they're in the right and and try to fight each other over it. And well, um, and then I could have just thought about with about there are different perspectives about this whole accord and it's right. the hell. Oh yeah. Like you didn't have to bring in like the divisive piece at the end. Right. right? And because the, really the, it was a good movie until you found that out. And then you were like, Oh, what wow. exactly? It, it, you it, know, it blows it up in a completely different direction than you were, than you were expecting. Because so at this point in the movie, Everybody gets captured pretty much. Every yes. well, you know, everybody that was fighting gets captured because of the accords. War Machine takes them in and they are all getting held um in an office UN, in an office by yes. the UN and Bucky starts getting interrogated. But I'm just going to tell you right now that I forgot. I realize he's not an important character, but I totally forgot that Martin Freeman is in this movie. That's yes, right. Mr. I love him. Mr. Everett Ross. He gets God. to show up and hang out. I He's love so him. sassy with his American accent. I'm like, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> because he's such a, I think he's a really good character in Black Panther. So it's a good setup. Yes. Yeah, um, it's, it's really good for, for him. Uh, uh, and I like that he's in here and that we, you know, watched him and uh, uh, Cumberbatch in, in Sherlock and they both get to be in the MCU too. It's fun. Um, yeah. I've seen some really fun interviews of them like just, like BSing behind scenes and they're like, oh, well, what about this and what about that? And they've actually played together a lot because they were in The Hobbit together. Right. They were in um, Sherlock together and now they're in the MCU. So they they definitely have a lot of history, which makes it funny. (laughs) They're so Um, fun. But anywho, so... What's the girl's name that they have on the inside that used to like spy on Captain America? Penny's niece? Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Nissan. Yes. So they have her um, on the inside, um, and that's kind of how they're able to hear Bucky's interview, right? So Bucky is being held, and he's being interrogated by a doctor. Lo and behold, the doctor is Zemo. Um, he cuts the power, and so everything goes down. It's another completely intricate thing that he had set up. He had a yeah. He had a, like an EMP delivered to a power station and had it kill the power in the entire country. Or I was so confused during that <laughs> scene when I watched it the first time. I thought it was a bomb. I'm like, he's sending right. this bomb to this like really fancy yeah. thing. Which I didn't know what the thing was at that point. And then you're it, like, yeah. oh, it's a power plant. I know. Oh, it's an EMP. Oh, that's really smart. Yeah, like, he's very smart. He shut down the power to this whole and city. And what's even better is that Captain America and Sharon and Falcon figure out basically right before this that someone on the inside is doing this. Like, why would they set this up? You know, they're like using their tactical senses and they both look at the doctor interrogating Bucky and they're like, crap. And then the power cuts. I'm like, oh no, they figured it out. It's so good. Yeah. It's very cool. It's pretty good. Um, So 
Zemo unlocks the Winter Soldier. Yes. Which Which I I was going to say we missed that scene. It was kind of, it's important to the plot, but it's not that important to talk about. Zemo went and got the really important Hydra stuff to help, um, to really learn about what Hydra was doing, like in, where were they? Siberia or in, in something? Siberia, in Russia, yeah. Right, uh, yeah, Russia he, he He gives a Hydra dude a, a swirly that, that ends his life, and uh, and he steals his, oh my his mission report book <laughs> that tells you how to control the Winter Soldier. Uh, he's like, tell it's me! Not, it's not a mission report book. <laughs> tell it's, me who else! That whole book is just about Winter Soldier. <laughs> no, right. I'm pretty sure it was the swirly report. That was fantastic. It's the swirly report. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, um... Yeah, so he's so he gets that book and he that's what he's using to unlock the Winter Soldier. They have like a code words, brainwash code words, homecoming freight car. We were like freight car. He fell out of the freight car, and then it said homecoming, and we're like, ooh, Spider Man homecoming. Yeah, I don't know if they if they really have meanings, but I thought we were trying to come up with reasons as to why they had a. Yeah, I think I. I think I watched an interview with the Russo brothers and they were basically just like, yeah, I mean, we alluded with, with homecoming and freight car, but all the rest of the words are just kind of like fun, uh, fun things to say out loud <laughs> in a Russian accent. Yeah. Makes sense. You know, say not, not, gulag. So they didn't say all of them. Exactly. Gulag. gulag. Not too much else to it. Uh, so from there, um, Zemo, uh, gets control of the winter soldier and, um, cap and, Falcon have to go, go down there to, to try to stop him uh, with Black Panther hot on their tail. Uh, Winter Soldier kind of beats them up and, and gets away Hardcore. into, a, into a, a helicopter. Oh, the helicopter scene makes me so uncomfortable where he's just choking Captain America and the helicopter's going down. I'm like, oh! He's choking Cap. Uh, helicopter's trying to fly away. Also, uh, Captain America, he's like, helicopter? I don't think so. I'm going to pull that down with my arms. And he's just... Ripped, ah, dude. So how many times ripped? Listen, this is as hard as I'm flexing, and it was four times as big as my bicep. Goodness gracious! Louise has shown me memes probably seventy million times of this scene, and it's in all kinds of different contexts. But it's like, right? He's like this, and it's like when Bay gives you that look, and it's like, <gasps> and then he's like, ah. I love it. Monkeys <laughs> look towards him. It's pretty funny. Oh God! So <laughs> on screen i was like good lord here we go again <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's awesome and you it's, know chris it's evans was like i've been training years for this <laughs> yeah Dude, his arms though i was like yeah i do not find him attractive on a normal day but like that t-shirt with those guns okay you flex that second amendment the t-shirt right could above. barely withstand him trying to pull a helicopter down um yeah. but it does he he <laughs> T-shirt. He, he and the helicopter go down. Uh, him and Bucky. He pulls Bucky out of the water, and um, I guess that hit Bucky's head enough, head hard enough for him to to come out of his Winter Soldier state. And uh, him and Poor Falcon, Bucky. Him and He's Falcon like, go their Why? I thought this wasn't gonna happen again. <laughs> so, sucks to suck, right? <laughs> sucks to suck, indeed. Um. So at this point, you just, the like Avengers, enlist in the army and you end up being a super soldier. Like. What? <laughs> Right. He, he thought he was just going to go f- fight some Nazis or whatever. And now he's got a metal arm and he's got long hair and everything. His life is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from there, the Avengers have really gone their separate ways. They are on two opposing sides and they are trying to recruit a few more members 
for each so that they can uh, achieve their it. individual goals. All the recruiting is so fun. Yes. Uh, this was not as funny to me the first time around. And I think it's because I didn't have like the deeper appreciation that I have for the characters now. Cause it was their origin more mm-hmm. or less. Right. But like, and because I didn't like iron, excuse me. I didn't like Ant-Man the first time I saw it, but this huh. time I think I peed my pants like seven times. <laughs> it was so, so funny. funny. So yeah. funny. It, it, it's it's really cool they're, they're they're like um oh i know a guy so we'll go get ant-man and and let's go rescue wanda let's let's grab hawkeye from his house and with it's his where kids. iron man and spider-man's relationship started and it's one of my favorite ones in the mcu hands down tony so goes, goes to get the young kid from queens that he has mm-hmm. discovered on the internet on youtube and he's like i'm gonna put this dude on my team and upgrade his stuff his tech um and it's, it's only it's, Tony would like, oh, yeah, I saw you on YouTube. That's you, right? Yeah, that's oh, you. All right. You need another fighter? I love it. As a 15 year old, I think this I can is help where us out. <laughs> I started liking Iron Man, was when the Spider Man stuff in him started happening. And his, for sure. it's the his character arc started changing. And I was like, okay, I like, I'm starting to like him. Yeah. Um, I like this character arc of him, too. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, like, like the whole signing and stuff. He really has changed. Iron Not Man has the, the best character arc of the MCU. Like Iron Man, yeah. Cap stays consistent. Iron Man He's consistent, but Iron Man is just... Because by the end of Endgame, I love Iron Man, and I hate Iron Man. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny, though, too, because he... Iron Man is the most prolific of the team in a going out and greeting people and being in the press and doing this yeah. and doing that. So he has the most exposure to real people, I think. Right. Like, in different ways. And so when he meets the lady who plays What's-Her-Name in that other t- in Luke Cage, oh my gosh, I'm like, uh, you're a bad mother. I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Alfred Woodward. Whatever her name is. Yes. Not that it matters. Mm-hmm. But in this movie... Mariah Stokes. Oh, yeah, Stokes. <laughs> you see... You see her, you know, he he sees the people whose lives have been affected by them while Captain America doesn't really, you right. know? And I'm not saying that would change his mind, but it makes it different when you're around other people who are like, you killed my son. Yeah. You killed my so-and-so. And, and that's not the first time Tony's heard that, right. you know? It's also part Tony's of Tony's, like, redemption arc is that he's trying to be a better person because his inventions have killed people in the past. And he's trying to be better. So if they, we need to put checks on the Avengers, then absolutely I'm going to be at the forefront of all of that because that's yep. what I've been trying to do to correct my own life this entire time. It makes it makes yeah. a lot of sense. It's it's awesome. Um, I I will say that I I'm I love this this Spider Man uh part because not only is it a good introduction for uh Spidey on in the MCU, but also as part of that original Civil War story, Spider Man was a, was a huge part of it. Uh, this is this is the the original stuff from from the comics. Um, so Spider Man is is initially on Tony Stark's side in in uh-huh. the, the in the civil war between all the superheroes and he reveals his secret identity and he adopts this this iron spider suit that tony makes for him and has a whole bunch of uh cool stuff including the arms that that you see in infinity war um but then Over. yes yes the his big golden spidery arms um <laughs> but then as time goes on and he 
fights and speaks with Captain America, Spider-Man eventually switches sides and goes on to Captain America's side to stop the Superhero Registration Act from, from happening. Because in, in the events of the Civil War and him revealing his identity, his Aunt May is killed directly by, by a supervillain. Um, and, and it's because he has revealed who, who, his secret identity, and that, that's a direct result of what happened. So, so he switches sides. So, so him, him, Tony showing up to, um, to recruit Spider-Man is, great. is really great. Mm. Especially because in the scene... Tony asks, like, hey, man, so why do you do this? What, what gets you out of bed every morning? And um, now he says, what gets you out of that twin size bed? Right. What gets you out of that twin size bed and into that onesie? And, uh, and Spider-Man literally basically says Captain America's whole philosophy. He, he says, if, yeah. if I see something happening and I know that I can stop it and I don't have the power to, and I, I let it happen, then it's on me. It's my fault. So I put on the suit and I go fight the crime so that uh, these things Friendly don't neighborhood Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility, he says without saying it. Pretty um, much. So, so I, I, really like, I really like that, that he, he gives out that philosophy, and then Tony's like, all right, well, come on my side. I'm going <laughs> to whip that right out of you. Uh, Do you have a passport? Like, yes. No. <laughs> I like that he's a kid. He's like, so this has come with some money? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said a, New suit. Okay. Yeah, need a whole upgrade um so yeah they they convene in vienna in uh at an airport in germany um and doesn't black widow go and get ant-man no hawkeye goes and gets, hawkeye goes and gets ant-man hawkeye, yeah, yeah. hawkeye brings uh wanda who's heck and mad because he was supposed to be retired i love that he's like you know just disappointing my family again <laughs> right yeah that that comes into play a little bit later in the, in the movies afterwards yeah it does so um, sad uh, we but he had a debt to pay. He did. Ha- he did say that. Did you guys hear that when he yeah. said, um, "I came because I had a debt to pay"? Or not? I'm not sure if he used those exact words. I think so. But then he looks. She, he does a shoulder look towards uh, Wanda. Yeah. But, so kind of like to say, you know, how to go in and get her. Right. I he did. And he feels like responsible brother. for her too, probably. Yeah. You know? Well, and you know, I said, I didn't say this last time, but I had, re- I had noticed it when we watched Age of Ultron. But did you know that, or did you notice that when they showed his, like the, the video of his baby right at the end of the movie, it said his name on it and it said Nathaniel Pietro, whatever the yeah. last name is. Oh, yeah. I never realized that. That's super cool. So, because he felt so he, like, he was like the dad to those kids. Yeah. Right. Yes. So yeah. I think that he feels like he needs to be there for Wanda when, you know, she's hurt she's in, in trouble. In duress. She's yeah. uh, in, in captured. Um, yeah. So, so Hawkeye is kind of playing a, father, a fatherly role to Wanda, just as Tony is playing a fatherly role to, to Spider Man on, on these opposite sides of the war. Um, so they head out to the middle of the airport, all suited up. Everybody's Thanks. there. And everybody just starts beating the living butt crap out of each other. Oh, it, it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so cool. Oh, even the Ant-Man stuff in this gets got me even more this time since we had just watched Ant-Man. Gosh, it was so fun watching Ant-Man. The it's Ant-Man and the Spider-Man stuff was my favorite. I believe sure. this is yours, Captain America. Oh. <laughs> that was Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, do what he told me to do. Hello. Even when he's fighting, oh, he's like, I, I, just got to, I just got to impress Mr. Stark right now. Um, 
Well, it's nice to meet you. It's so cool. Wow, it's Captain America. <laughs> I'm from Queens. I'm from Brooklyn. It's cool. Wow. We're New Yorkers, superheroes in mass. You mean Captain's uh, like, kid, you don't even know. Oh, Mrs. Stark said he would say that. Tony. Yeah, wa- watching Spider-Man fight in this uh, was really hilarious, especially when he's fighting the Winter Soldier and Falcon off to the side. He's like, you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> so stupid. Falcon goes, kid, I, I don't know if anyone's ever told Sam, you, but there's... Sam's like, everybody has a gimmick. I'm like, yeah. dude, you literally have a we- mechanical yeah, well, wing. You're a bird. You're a bird man. <laughs> Calm down. Yours is Calm the most down. embarrassing out of all of them. Okay, Sam? Um, I try other- to like him so much, but he's so like... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And even Ant Man, he's just so he's so funny throughout all this because he like really doesn't care. He's just like fighting them, and he doesn't like Starks, right? Because Hank Pym was like never trust a Stark, so he's like, okay, I'll fight this dude, like whatever. It's so cool watching uh, Ant Man fight like Black Widow because he he used her butt. he used all those Black Widow moves in the Ant Man movie where he's like throwing his legs around people's faces and stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, he does that in a shrunken down version and gets her arm behind her back. That was that was. Cool. That was good. Um, but I also cool. like how, like, in regular hand-to-hand combat, she was beating him up. Because oh, he yeah. doesn't really oh, yeah. fight that well. Yeah. But, like, when he's small, he does. Yeah. Right? Because he, he yeah. uses, like, momentum and stuff. But it's hilarious because she was beating him up and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't seen Ant-Man before I had seen Civil War. I think uh. I saw it after. Like when we rewatched them all together, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. I felt I think the only thing I thought that was cool of Ant Man was him getting really big, but I like didn't understand why. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just like, "What? What just happened?" Uh, but it makes so much more sense this time. I like um, <laughs> one of it was such an underrated moment the first time I watched it, but I really like how Clint. Okay, first off, how all of the BFF pairs number one are split up, yes. right? So Hawkeye and Natasha, two different mm-hmm. sides. Wanda uh, and Vision. Wanda and Vision. It's, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Tony and Steve. Um, Steve. You would assume that Hulk and Thor would be on opposite sides. <laughs> sure. Probably. The whole idea is so fantastic because Black Panther's in there, right? And he's just really mad at Cap at this point. And Bucky, and, yeah. <laughs> and Bucky. But it's so good because Clint at one point is like, I know everybody here. And then he looks at Black Panther and he's like, oh, hey, I haven't met you yet. I'm Clint. I'm Clint. And he's like, I do not care. I do not care. I do not care. And proceeds to kick him in the face. (laughs) Or even like, even like, uh, like, okay, I guess. So we went there. Clint and Natasha fighting and they're like, we're still friends, right? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wanda's just like, you guys are pulling each other's punches. I don't know, what are you even doing fighting each other? <laughs> Go fight somebody else. Um, it's so good. It's so, so good. It's really cool the entire time. Uh, Ant-Man pulls his... <laughs> I thought that was a water truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ant-Man's Idiot. blowing stuff up. Ant-Man becomes giant man. And so uh, cool, dude. they have to they have to take him down. So Spider-Man goes, you guys ever see that really, really old movie? The Empire Strikes Back. And everybody's like, how old is this kid? <laughs> yeah, like 15, right? 15? Yes, yes. He's, about he's like, I don't know. I didn't carbon date him. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. And they, they proceed to, to pull the, the AT-AT move where they spin a rope around Ant-Man's legs and then knock him over. Um, and then Cap and the Winter Soldier attempts to get away because they know that Zemo is on his way to unlock the potential of the other five secret super soldiers that um, they that, need that, that Quinjet. 
Which I'll be honest, I did not remember that plot piece. It's um, rewatching it's, it. It's a real MacGuffin. It's they they introduce yeah. these other super soldiers um, earlier in the movie. Just kind of like throughout on the flashback. Yeah, and they're like Bucky. they're like these guys are are just as powerful as Bucky and Captain America. And if they're unleashed, they're gonna and do they're more crazy angry damage. because Andre was explaining to me like. The reason Cap is so pure is because he had, like, the most pure form of the super soldier serum. So as people have been replicating it, they haven't been replicating it the same way, and it's taking different effects, right? That's, like, why Bucky was able to be brainwashed so much. Right. And then these other soldiers are just so angry. Like, they don't want to listen. And technically... Because it just keeps changing. Technically, the Hulk's um, transformation comes from an offshoot of the super soldier serum as well. So there's all these other offshoots. Um, that aren't as good as not as pure as, as Captain. Yeah, um, like the only time they got it right was with Cap. Basically, for yeah. everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so they're going there to stop Zemo from unleashing these five other uh, dudes and oh, and one lady, uh, super soldiers. Um, but when they arrive in Siberia, oh, and you forgot that uh, Black Widow turned and let them. Yes, go. Black Widow lets them go. And what, she says something real snarky to Black Panther. She's like, I said I would help you find him, not, like, capture him. Right, yeah. Black Widow kind of just uh, she, has her a change of heart. was just that Captain wasn't going to stop. So, like, what's the point? Right. He's not going to stop. He's going to keep going. So she was like, just go. Yeah. Well, she's an assassin. So I feel like for her, it's like, okay, I'm your friend. I don't agree with you right now or whatever. But, like if you're really not going to stop, like there's no way I can stop you, then I'm right. either going to have to kill you or let you go. Exactly. So, and I don't want to kill you. Yeah. So just go then, mm-hmm. you know, do yeah. I think she could kill him? I don't know. I feel like she's pretty smart. But and then like, it's really, well just yeah. yeah, she could maybe do it in an espionage way. I don't and know it's if in a, really, in a really fight, sad fight. because they lock up their friends. Yeah. So the, the battle is over. And it like really breaks my heart. Like, and they're all at the raft. Clint is there. He has a family, Iron Man. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> the, the, Sorry, I got real mad about it. <laughs> the battle ends um, as Captain America and Bucky leave off in their Quinjet. And it, while they're in pursuit, while Iron Man and War Machine are in pursuit, Falcon is flying after them. Vision throws uh, a laser bleed. Oh, I forget about this. At Falcon. Falcon does a, a really sick... Uh, duck and dive move and his laser beam hits war machine right in his chest it shuts down his suit completely and he falls like a thousand feet out of the air i'm dead Mm. stick tony and then crash lands and uh remember all those paralyzed dudes that captain america beat up earlier well now a war machine is amongst them that was like the worst the first time i saw it i was like oh i like shuddered like, it still gets me every time, but I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, the saddest part was that it was, it number one, it was unintentional. Yes. But that it, it really just shows, like, physically and tangibly what happens when you're fighting internally, you know? Yeah. You, mistakes happen, and people are going to get hurt emotionally, More vision. but physically, like, I feel bad for Vision, but well, I I'm sure Vision knew road, how Wanda felt now, because that's I'm sure that's how Wanda felt, you know. And now Vision's oh, like, yeah. oh. Um, just to throw in some some stuff from the comics. So like, when when this initially happened, in from my first viewing, I I thought War Machine was dead. I thought they I thought they had for sure oh, for killed sure him. because oh, in, the, I, yeah. in the comics, um, they do this thing where uh they're having this civil war, and in order to help. Uh, Captain America's side, or no, in order to help Iron Man's side, uh, they developed this like clone of Thor 
and the the Thor clone comes in and he uses a bolt of lightning and kills uh, Giant Man. So there's a differentiation differentiation between Ant Man and Giant Man in in the comics, and they they kill him. His name is Goliath, and uh, and that's what kind of stops the war dead stop at at that point too because uh, 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 we didn't mean to kill each other i thought we were just fighting over an ideology and uh, we we shouldn't we shouldn't be dead right here so so yeah. when vision hits hits war machine i was like rody rody yeah. uh, but but he it was crazy he had a he had a heartbeat and and, and makes it out <clears throat> yeah i was not expecting that i looked at Luis. i remember because we watched this in theaters and i looked at him and was like dude hmm. Louis said, Roddy is dead. I said, no, Roddy is dead. Roddy, He's not dead, though, guys. He's okay. Um, should have. Yeah, he should have for sure, Zs. But now we're making our way to Siberia. Yes. So Z- Zemo, Zemo is there. Siberia. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Zemo is there. He finds the base. He gets into it. And we see that all of these super soldiers are still there on ice. Hydra, you don't do a good job of hiding nor destroying your stuff. All wow. those files are in there, like Hydra. Yeah, just, they just left the whole base. Let's just leave it all here. Okay, fine. Let's just turn off the um, lights. Nobody will find this place. So Cap and Bucky get there. And Wonder how long those people would live there, like iced forever. Yeah, I guess Basically, so. until they needed them, I Maybe. guess. So Cap and Bucky go in. Um, they know Zemo's there because... Um, Obviously, it's been opened already, but they sent the they sent somebody else, and it turns out it's Iron Man. So at this well, point, and, huh? Go well, ahead. we'll pause because they you we did mention that they went to the, that that the other people are on the raft, but it's really important that we talk about like what happens at the raft because that's like oh, the turning yeah, point yeah, where yeah. people agree. I know I kind of skipped over they, that. Yeah, so they lock them know. up on the raft. So. Iron Man goes in because he realizes he needs to get after. Well, he needs to figure out what the hell's going on, honestly. Well, so he goes in to go see. Um, and he does people. kind of figure it out beforehand, right? I think Friday or Saturday or whoever his is tech right now reveals like what happened. Yeah, Friday because they found the dead body in the hotel, and so then it kind of spiraled down. And I was it Friday or Saturday? I don't know. Friday. Friday. Okay, Friday basically tells him you were wrong you know what i mean and he's like crap so he yeah you're right he goes to the raft to get intel so he goes to the raft he starts trying to talk to to the buddies on the opposite side and they don't want to talk to him at all obviously because they're in jail and um he uses his tech to kind of wipe out the comm system so secretary of state can't hear them and he talks directly to falcon because he knows falcon knows the most about what ant-man's not ant-man what uh, Cap's doing, and he tells him like straight up. I realized that this was that it wasn't um, Bucky. That Zemo's behind this, and if we don't help him, like there's going to be more super soldiers, and we're going to be in a hot mess. There'll be consequences. So, tell me where they're at. I'm going to go, and he says, "Go as a friend and go alone." And he's like, "Can do." So oh, now, he does. Back he in goes. Liberia, yeah, so they're in Siberia. Captain and Bucky are there, and then Iron Man kind of comes in on them, and they're like, "What? Why are you here?" And he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna help you guys get it. I know I was wrong. Kind of the same thing that happened, right?" So when they get to where the super soldiers are, they notice there's a bullet hole in each of them, and Zemo's like in the in the thing that's gonna survive bombs, he's in the bombs like silo. on the comms, and he's like, "You think I want to go with these? No, 
I just wanted to see an empire nah. fall from within nah. because that's how empires fall. And then he just throws a, a big one right in front of him. Pop! Puts it on the screen of Bucky killing Iron Man's parents as the Winter Soldier. And that is just rude, Zemo. It's rude. Yeah. Um, also, did you mention that Black Panther was hot on their tail? He, he followed... Yeah, Iron he's Man. always hot on their tail. Yes. He's just there. So he's in Siberia, too. He's there and, in the background. And he also learns that... Uh, he was wrong. That Zemo was the one who committed the, 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 the bombing rather than the Winter Soldier. So he's like... He's oh. just kind of watching he's like, all he's this like, happen. Oh, my bad. <laughs> just like that. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie much. And... Watching Iron Iron Man's face, watching this video of his parents dying, like, first of all, nobody wants to see a video of your parents getting murdered. That is awful. Second of all, it was the Winter Soldier. Third of all, and the real kicker, Captain America knew and didn't tell him. And that's where I was just like, oh, no. Turning point. Oh, no. Yeah. So this is what I said at this point in the movie. I said the hardest part about this movie is that the rest of it has been pretty fun up until here. Like there's been some sad stuff and everything, but it's been a really good movie. And the airport fight scene was so fun and Mm -hmm. so good. But this next fight scene is just heartbreaking. Like I can't even enjoy. So good. (laughs) No, see, I cannot enjoy that it's good because I'm like. Oh, it's torture. Like, but I, I like it's, it's so emotionally like it's baggage. Like I you can know. see punching with everything you have. Like versus just like die villains. It's like I literally I, I have I, years of regret. You I know? like things that make me feel this way that are real and that are emotional and stuff like this. And maybe that's why I like this movie a lot because it is just like you said, it's like heart wrenching like watching them fight and then kudos to their acting skills because for them to be able to be like we got to hash it out at each other right now like all of their facial expressions are dead on they did so good actually making me feel like iron man hated their guts like as of now it's been a playful hate right it's always a playful hate but in this moment it was a big like you're dead to me type of thing you killed my mom <laughs> or he killed my mom. And you didn't tell me. Yeah. Yeah. So Iron Man, he really, he really puts as much rage as, as humanly possible into his fighting. He's trying his hardest. He, he's really going after Bucky. He, he, he's not planning on taking him hostage and bringing him to the raft. He's, he's, he's going to kill him. Yeah. Um, and Cap is trying to do everything in his power to, to stop that from happening and has to fight just as hard. Back. And he's like, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. And he's like, I don't care. He killed I my mom. Don't care. Don't care. He killed my mom. Yeah. I do the same thing. I would do the same thing. <laughs> I'd be like, Bucky, it's time to go. So they, uh, they fight it's it out. It's time to go. They fight it out to the teeth, uh, to, 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 the, to the very bitter end. And um, Captain America. Oh, when he like picks up his shield and it looks like he's going to like slice Iron Man's head off. And Iron Man makes that really scared face, like, <gasps> and he just hits him, like, on his core thingy that powers his suit. Ooh, that's, ooh, makes you shiver in your spine. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cap, he gets his, uh, uh, you know, I, I could do this all day face on, and he, he, he overcomes Iron Man, which is, is cool. Well, he does it with the help of the Winter Soldier, of course. Yeah. But, like, in an even match, Captain America versus Iron Man, Iron Man should win. He has uh, the the technology to beat him, but 
Captain America is so resilient yeah. and s- so much more knowledgeable about fighting that uh, that uh, he he really gets the drop on him. And oh, I mean, Iron Man gets some punches in there for sure. Oh, absolutely. They're they're both. Tony's just like out. more. I think he's more innovative, and Cap is a fighter. You know, right. the, that's the yeah. difference. Is that yeah. Cap is like and I God. Mean- yeah, and what did it was Bucky grabbing his leg, distracting him, you know, as he because Iron Man thought he was down. So like that's really what did it, and they just kind of cut it from there. And then they go to Black Panther, who's outside because Zemo is just sitting outside, real proud and happy of himself that they're fighting in there and his empire is falling. And we find out Zemo's ammo, which we kind of already knew about through Sokovia. Right. He's been listening to this voicemail of his wife, leaving yeah. him the last message over and over again throughout the movie. And he, really he listened to it one last time. And he's, he's going to shoot himself. But Black Panther was like, no, no, the world of the living is not done with you just yet. Mm-hmm. He's like, I am done with revenge. And so are you. And then he blocks the gun. and uh, <laughs> With his vibranium uh, claws. Yeah. And locks him up. Um, they do lock him up good too. <laughs> yeah, so that I mean that that's that's basically the end. Then we move, end of Zemo basically. We move on to uh, uh, Cap takes Bucky away, and uh, all of their friends are still locked up. Uh, the Sokovia well, Accords have been signed. Takes Bucky to Wakanda. Right. Yes. Um, what what was I about to? Uh, yeah, Bucky's in Wakanda. Cap's there, but but at the the very the very end, Cap sends. Tony a a package uh, yeah. to 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 Mr. Stank and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> he re- so good. he receives it it's a it's a cell phone an old school flip phone and a letter and the letter is basically saying hey uh, sorry we, we were fighting uh, but this is the way it's got to be right now but you know who I am you know what I'm about and if you ever need me I'm just one call away I'm only one. <laughs> Call away. Oh, I thought you were gonna do. Uh, call me, beat me. If you want to reach me, if you want to save me, me, it's okay. okay. And he does call him eventually. I mean, we know what I was just gonna say that it's really interesting because in this movie, I was like, call you, call you, you know. But then it's it's funny because then you end game comes around, which we will be doing maybe soon. They need each other. They all there's that old phone pops out again. He's like. Dang it, I got it. I've been keeping this phone in my pocket. <laughs> for this and you know what? Time. Sometimes Which, and I want to say, like, how how long do you think that time period was from the end of Civil War to there? Like at least a year, right? I um, would say like two years. Because maybe. Scott was almost done. How long was Scott on house arrest? Let's see. I think I think what they normally do is kind of like a real time thing. So this movie came out in 2016, and I think it takes place in 2016. And then Infinity War and Endgame take place 2019 and then there's the five years later or whatever like that so it's been like two or three years i was gonna say like two or three years because hulk's been gone forever dude it's been a long time for him when he comes back you know so he's been keeping that cell phone in his pocket for three years Mm -hmm. yeah just waiting that's tony for you the off chance that he'd have to use it um yeah that's crazy so that's 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 the end of uh of Civil War. And there's two after credit scenes. Yes, we get the tease. Well, you just told one. We get the tease for Wakanda. <laughs> uh, yes, Bucky is in Wakanda. He's They're going back on ice. trying to figure out how to get the brainwash out of him. Which, if anybody can do it, it's definitely the Wakandans. So, not that we knew that in this, though. We did Correct. not. Is a, is a great precursor mm-hmm. to like what the heck is going on here? I know when people they who don't know the comic book world. You know, I'm like. Yeah. Right. 
when they zoom back in on that panther statue, I was like, oh, let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> and then what's the other post-credits Spider-Man. Yes, we see we see Spider Man hanging out in his apartment uh, with Aunt May, and he's got a black eye from <laughs> from uh, Steve. <laughs> from, you don't know him; he's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. You don't know him. Um, and uh, Aunt May gives him some ice, and he sets off his spider signal onto the ceiling, which is which is cool. So that sets up both really- Black Panther and oh. Spider Man Homecoming, which is so good to be able to say like. The, which we had talked about with Age of Ultron and I was so pumped about that it's it really like allowed the story to like spiral outwards, right. right? But this one also does it too, along with Ant-Man being its own standalone movie. But here too, it brings them into the fold because without these three characters, mm-hmm. well, I'm not saying Black Panther didn't do a lot because a lot of the fight happened in Wakanda, right? So that right. it's a lot, but he didn't do a whole bunch in Infinity War, but Spider-Man did, mm-hmm. and Ant-Man did. <laughs> Ant-Man's a more bit. an Endgame, yeah. Well, yeah, but without Ant-Man, I don't. We would have been done, so right. you know, like they wouldn't have been able to do the things that they. Good need job to do. getting caught in the quantum realm. <laughs> so at the in the whole in you know of the whole thing, this is like a really cool like finalizer to what happens in infinity doubler you know infinity right. and endgame it's really really fantastic and it's it's interesting the way that they have this movie civil, civil war, war was set up the first of phase three right it's the first movie yeah. in phase three and it's it's an avengers level event movie where yes. it, it sets up the, the the entirety of phase three and then we don't get another big movie with everybody in it until infinity Infinity war War. they do the standalone so dr strange guardians 2 spider-man thor ragnarok black panther and then infinity war oh my god that's a lot i forgot yeah and then after infinity wars ant-man and the wasp captain marvel then endgame and then the most recent spider-man far from home Mm -hmm. phase three is legit dude i love phase three it's wow we just rewatched Doctor Strange again, and Luis and I just kept looking at each other like, this movie is so good. <laughs> oh, I was going to say you like it, right? I love that movie. And then Luis was trying to get me to watch. Oh, d- did you watch Spider-Man Homecoming? They almost... They- Addy wanted to watch it. Addy wanted to no. watch it. Oh. Addy was like, Spider-Man! <laughs> Spider-Man. And, uh, and Luis wanted to watch Black Panther today, and I was like, can we just wait? We've got all these movies. Like, just watch them in order, yeah, please. They're, they're piling up. It happens. I can't wait. You're, you're speaking of Doctor Strange. When Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness finally comes out, I'm going to lose my mind. That, that movie is going to be... It's going to be... so be awesome. excited. Wild. We'll, 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 talk, we'll have a discussion on all the future movies after, uh, our, after our next episode. Um, yes, for this one, we're done. So let's talk shmoneys. Of course it made money. It's a freaking Marvel movie. Yeah, it made, I mean, made a little bit. Some a little. It made a pocket change. Indeed. So this movie... Couple couple nickels uh, just just a, just a few speckles um it had a budget of 250 million dollars pretty pretty big budget but i mean they the, the cast is so big in these movies that they got with pam yeah and uh, you know all the blowing up of stuff robert downey jr is like 50 million of that alone so it's <laughs> it's it's an expensive yeah. cast that they got going on um but it ended up with a domestic gross of 400 million dollars 
and a worldwide gross of 1.1 billion bucks. They're fine, okay? They make their money back every time. <laughs> They're fine. They're it's fine. not a question. It's just uh, how much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, they're there not, you go. They're not hurting for cash over here. Absolutely not. What's his tomato? On Rotten Tomatoes, this movie Dougie. has a score of 91%. Oh, that's pretty good. Fresh, baby. And an audience score of 89%. All right. Uh, The critics' consensus says, Captain America Civil War begins the next wave of Marvel movies with an action-packed superhero blockbuster boasting a decidedly non-cartoonish plot and the courage to explore thought-provoking themes. Agreed. Hey, I like that. That's a really nice consensus. Exactly. I know. I like that we read the consensus now. Yeah. I, li- I really like that. Yeah, I like those too. Because so well, sometimes they don't agree, but today, that's a... It was, that was a beautiful way of putting it. Thanks, critic consensus. Uh, our sun's going down here. So nice. Um, let's go ahead and give our ratings. Louise, let's start with you, sir. Uh, about a nine. I liked it. It was fun. <laughs> fun again. Um... How many more movies was it until the uh, until the Infinity Wars? After this, oh, one, like five, 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 five movies. Five in between. movies in between. In between realistically, we said a span of three years, huh? Yeah, yeah, roughly three years. They usually had about two come out a year, so. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'll give it about a nine. He's giving it a nine. All right, Andre. Um, I think I'm gonna give this movie a nine point five. Oh yeah, this this uh you know I I I always say that Captain America: The Winter Soldier is my favorite MCU film. I, I really real I really love that one. Um, but this one, the, the sequel to that one, is is basically right on right on par with it. They're 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 two of the, the best, well most well done movies in this entire franchise. And I think this one, it, like the the critics' consensus says, it really tackles the thought provoking themes really well. It, it, so much so that. Yeah. It's it's probably one of the best superhero movies of all time. Like it, it, it's this and the Incredibles and uh, <laughs> you know the, these are these are the the awesome ones that really show you how how deep these movies can be. Well, and just to kind of double off of what you're saying, you know, it really the, it, it reminds me of the Incredibles a lot, which is funny that you bring it that does. up because when you think about Winter Soldier, for example. I really like Winter Soldier definitely in my top three. There's a bad guy, there's a good guy, he meets a friend, they get together and they mm-hmm. go against the bad guy, you right. know? And there is a couple plot twists, but there's nothing that you have to think about as being right or wrong. And yeah. this is where you really like personally as a viewer are like, ooh, which what do I agree with? Yeah, what would exactly. I exactly you know? Yeah. And it allows you to kind of become a part of the universe and see characters that you really care about have these divisive kind of thoughts and feelings. And I, I just really like that it, like you said, it's a lot deeper than some of the other plots that are just like, don't sell weapons of mass destruction and kill harmless people. Right. Okay. You're pretty, right. I'm pretty pretty that's, what, that's what makes it so fun. I know that sounds bad. Like that would be fun, but it is. <laughs> well, Emily, go ahead and rate it then. I'm going to give it, I'm going to say probably a nine. Um, I really liked it. It was really good. Um, 
I love the additions of, um, you know, Spider-Man and Black Panther. It's fantastic. I love Scott Lang in it now. <laughs> she loves Scott Lang now. <laughs> I love Scott Lang too. He's so, so stupid, so funny. I know. Um, but I will say that the first time I watched this, I was very colored by not understanding where it was going to go from here. Right. It was so shocking that it was confusing and disheartening. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I can watch it as a movie and know that like there's still an Avengers and we're not going to be in this like really yeah. disgusting war forever, um, I like it more. Yeah. But the first time I saw yeah. it, I was not a huge fan because it was like, oh, you know, what's going to I loved that. I'm so opposite. I think the first time I saw it, I liked it the most where I was like, hey, this is great. Oh, yeah. I think I think the first time we watched this, I like screamed in the theater when Giant Man showed up. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Andre, I love going to the movies with Andre and I miss all these Marvel movies being out in the theater because I just love watching his face every time. So whenever oh, these yeah. next Marvel movies come out, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Yep. Uh, um, I'm also gonna give this movie a nine. Infinity War is my ten all day, every day. Infinity is my top. This one is just so dang good in that it sets up everything. Why are we just talk? I mean, we just talked about this in Age of Ultron, and I feel like I gave it a nine for the exact same reason. It sets up everything, but that was like a phase yeah. two setup, and this is a phase three setup. Word. You know what I mean? Um, they both serve their purpose in a really amazing way. Um, it's just really good. I just like it. So nine. Who, I have a question before, actually, Luis, go on to yours real fast and then I'll ask my question. No, oh, he did his. He gave it a nine. Yeah, he gave it a nine. Oh, you're right. Because it was oh, fun. Oh, you're right. Because it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. Okay, so who do we add that fights as a major character in Infinity War one more time between now and then, Thor? Captain Marvel? Well, Captain no, Marvel. she's not Thor. in Infinity War. She's in Endgame. So Thor and the Hulk show up. They come up. back in Ragnarok. But she does have her own movie in between now and then, doesn't she? No, no it's, it's in between Thor. Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, her movie is out. You're right. Um, and then... Uh, Wa- well, is Wasp Doctor Strange. No. Doctor Strange, right, Doctor yeah. Strange. Black Panther and, and Spider-Man. Gar- and the Guardians. The Guardians. Because none of the Guardians okay. have met any of the Avengers since. Uh, up You're right. There. Okay, so without the Guardians, because they're not Earthlings, so they don't care about the Sokovia Accords, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, where do you think, well, I guess the same would be for Thor then, too. Would he have to sign? Thor would never sign. I mean, how, how could they? Okay, like, my question was going to be, where do you think people would be on the spectrum of signing or not signing? But then I'm thinking, like, Obviously, Thor is not going to sign. Thor's a god; he's just going to dip out. Banner right? would Banner would sign. I feel like he would sign. Oh, Banner absolutely, would sign. Banner would sign. Banner would sign. But I mean, if the Hulk shows up and goes to do some stuff, that's not necessarily Banner's it's not fault. Not his fault. But ba- <laughs> the Hulk wouldn't sign. But Banner would sign. Hulk no sign. Hulk no sign. Of course. Hulk no sign. <laughs> um, uh, Black Panther. He's a toss-up. I kind of feel like he's like Black Widow, where he's kind of in between. You know what I mean? Uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I think he would not I sign. Think, I don't think. He and would then sign. I, yeah. I also think if we're including Captain Marvel in this, like she would not sign either. But she's kind of off doing her own thing. You know what I mean? But Doctor Strange. She can fly, no. so she could just do her. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think Doctor Strange would sign either. No. I don't think so. Either. And then, what do and you then think? Thor. 
Thor's a god. It doesn't matter. Like, he's not going to sign no earthly he thing. A work visa. Like, what's right. his deal? <laughs> he pops in when he pleases. No regards. He's an illegal him. alien. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of like the, the UN and the government, like, what are they going to require of of Thor or whatever? They're they're going to say you have to sign, and he's going to be like he's going to be like I'm a god. By my hammer, I ain't gonna sign. Whatever. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm leaving. Bye. Especially at this point in time, Thor is still really cocky right now, like right. real cocky. Uh, after Ragnarok is when he starts. Where I'm like, oh, I like this Thor. I mean, I love Thor in general, but Thor would never, absolutely not. Yeah. Mm. All right. So we'd have a. We'd have Doctor Strange on the side of Wanda and on mm-hmm. the side of Cap. Cap. We'd have Hulk, Hulk on the side of Tony. Tony. Probably. Tony. And then, well, Black Panther had already chosen his side, though. Right. Because he was fighting with Iron Man. He did, but then he kind of didn't care after. And also, he's a Wakanda. No, but I'm so. just saying, like, had they been there on the. Well, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right for the Accords piece of it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Can you imagine having Doctor Strange fighting with Wanda? You realize they were never in a scene together fighting, yeah, right? Man. Oh my God. Can you imagine? It'd be just like sorcery. Everything <laughs> Doctor Strange does in Infinity War is... Oh! Every time I rewatch Infinity War, I'm like, Doctor Strange is where it's at. And every time I saw him in California Adventure, I would run after him like a little schoolgirl. Like, Doctor Strange, he's so cool. He knew whatever that magic does. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, I feel like they underutilized her on purpose because if they had used her to her full potential, there would have been no movie. Like, oh, Wanda? You know what I mean? Yeah, Wanda's right. insane. Like, That's why I can't wait for WandaVision. Yeah, I'm really I excited. Say, really, like, look at nice Wanda. try. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see nice what, they, try, what they do with her going forward. Sorry, guys. I know Dougie, Dougie's being Mr. Guard Dog over here. So... Uh, last year on our Summer of Heroes, we did Infinity War. So this year for Summer of Heroes, we decided to end it out on Endgame. So if you need to go rewatch Infinity War and re-listen to that episode, go ahead and do it. Better get a head start because y'all know these movies are three hours and like 20 minutes long. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> this one's takes y'all a week to finish it. In a battle of Infinity War versus Endgame, I still really, really, really enjoy Infinity War. But I've seen Infinity War probably like eight to ten times now, and I've only seen Endgame twice. Once in the theater, once at home. So I'm really excited. Well, how many times did we see it in the theater, though? Infinity War, we saw a ton in the theater. I think Endgame, we saw at least twice. Twice in the theater. theater. So maybe I've seen it like three times. Infinity War, we saw like four or five times in the theater. We were crazy. Um, So I'm really excited to rewatch this. It brings in all my favorites. And then you're getting the Guardians up in the mix. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So good. It's going to be fun. Yeah, so, uh, and Ant-Man, we're going to appreciate him so much more in this movie upon this watching. Because that I was, might just watch Ant-Man and the Wasp again with Louie in between. Because yeah. that uh, just really yeah. puts you over the edge. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it again, too. I kind of want to watch it again, I too. And then I also kind of want to watch Infinity War again. Although I have that movie memorized, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but... Just, I remember Endgame was where I thought Ant-Man was cool finally. So I'm like really excited to be like, well, Ant-Man. So let us know if you guys are excited. Um, Also, we wanted to say a big thank you 
Yes, our, our first uh, merch store campaign has ended on bonfire.com. So if you went and got a shirt, thank you so much. We very much appreciate it. Those should be uh, shipping Hopefully out toward, by the of towards the end of, of this week, I believe. And you, you should be getting them around, around a week later after that. Um, if you didn't get a chance to buy a shirt, our, our store is still available online. You can go there. If you buy a shirt, it'll start a new campaign. So it, yours will come. A, f- a few weeks down the line. That's the way that their their system works over at Bonfire. Um, we appreciate it. I can't wait for mine to, to, to come in. We'll be we'll be wearing them on the show in the future. Um, what else? Was there something else? And with that being said, because um, at least in California, shelter in place is getting lightened, we are planning on going back to our normal um, in-person recording, which is really nice as much as we like talking into the computer, I know the sound isn't that great for our listen for you, our lovely listeners, and we like to be able to see each other like more in person um, and be in our pajamas when we were. <laughs> I'm in my well, pajamas right now, yeah, y'all. I've been keeping it real since day one up in here on the video. I have been faking since day one on the video. <laughs> yes, okay. you have. Yes. Um, you have. But with that being said, next week we have decided that we will record it. We will record our first in-person video record it back. And, um, we'll, but we'll have the podcast where we all sound much more beautiful. Yeah. And um, we'll have both available for you so that you can um, see us one last time. In view, yes. Yeah. So, so, so let us know if you're, if, you're, if you're loving the video. We can, we can look into keeping it for the, for the future. If you don't care, let, let us know too because we, we want to know how many are, are watching versus just listening. Um, and you, can, you can check us out on, on, the, on the tubes, on the YouTubes. On the tube. Either, either way. And um, then in our next episode, we'll announce our next couple months of summer, which we have some very exciting things planned. Yes, we've got some, some, some uh, newer, or not newer, but different Disney Maybe movies. Newer. Different, we don't know. Yes, different Disney movies uh, lined up. I can't for remember, you. so I'm just excited. Exactly. Uh, they're written down somewhere, hopefully. Uh, so thank they you guys are. so much. Uh, if you want to keep in touch with us in the meantime, head over to at the Waltfall pod or on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, go there. Let us know what you thought of the episode, what you thought of Captain America Civil War. What's your rating? Uh, if you're excited for our in-game episode, if you want to go back and listen to our Infinity War episode, that was episode 75. Um, Back on the. It doesn't sound that long ago. Archive, but yeah. But it was. It was a year almost, ago. Almost 30 episodes ago. Hiya, caramba. Um, Yes, go there, do all of that, uh, support us, hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, hit follow, leave a review. Um, you can support us monetarily by going to patreon.com slash the Walt Vault, get some extra content for only a dollar, uh, and you can send an email to contact at the Check us out on all those places. Also, side note, I, as an individual, have started a new podcast called Andre Knows Everything. Andre Knows Everything. <laughs> That's going to be the new theme song. Um, so it's go, <laughs> So go subscribe to my YouTube channel at Andre Morton. Andre Knows Everything. Everything. Like everything. Um, everything. Yeah, where I... Where Can I, you harmonize your everything, please? Andre Knows Everything. Wait for us to jump in? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um... <laughs> Yes, so so watch me uh, learn about a new thing on the internet every week. It's not for kids. Don't let your kids around when you're listening to it. Uh, <laughs> check Dang me it. out. Um, 
And that's going to be it for this week, you guys. Uh, we will join you next week for some Avengers Endgame goodness. We'll all be in the same place. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Thank you much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you much. <laughs> Thank you much. Uh, that's been it for this time. The vault is now closed. Bye.